I'm starting to wonder if people ever change because here I am with the same exact issues. Big thing that is new with me is the three, two, one. Hello. And we're live. We are live. We are back. Super excited to be back. It's been over two months, so a lot has shifted in life. Two months. What is going on? I mean, most predominantly right now, I think I might be about to die. It would be cool if we got the my death chronicled live on the podcast. I don't think it'd be that cool. It would be sad for a while, but ultimately we would be glad to have saved the moment, I think. And uh, it would be an honor to have spoken my last words to you and to our listeners. But I say that because I've taken three shits in the last hour. And yesterday, I think I took like six, seven, I don't know how many. It's not looking good. It was, it was just pretty red. And I had beats this morning like four hours ago, but I don't think that's long enough for, for the beats to be it. So maybe I'm dying. You got like a worm or something? Maybe. I'm also doing a parasite cleanse. Um, so there could be a lot of stuff coming out because of that. I'm almost done with it. I started the 25th of June in the jungle, which was fucking gnarly. I was doing this parasite cleanse, which has Cascada Sagrada, a laxative, as well as a bunch of other herbs at the same time as doing tobacco ceremonies and ayahuasca ceremonies. And tobacco already makes you throw up and purge and ayahuasca often does that. And so I was, you know, throwing up and then just shitting my brains out for 10 days, losing so much fluid, drinking water. I was so weak that a lot of points in the jungle, like, like it was truly laborious just to get up out of bed and step like two feet over to get my journal and write down a dream or something. So I was just like very debilitated, got enough strength back at the end of that to come back to Vilcabamba with my mom. My mom visited, that takes a lot of energy. And then went back to smoking and uh, yeah, I'm not feeling so well the last couple of weeks. Uh, it still could just be stuff I'm letting go of. I'm hopeful that's what it is and I'm not dying. And it probably is because when I'm meditating also, like there's been this ongoing process of healing in the body, things opening up and I'm feeling new things lower down every time I meditate, like starting my breath from lower and lower and feeling like different channels, kind of like a tree got smushed into itself, like a Christmas tree being packed up and now it's being released and the, the limbs can expand and enliven again. And so I'm feeling that up the central channel of my body, Sashuma or whatever the yogis call it, lower and lower as I go. Dude, have so, you seen like a doctor? No. I mean, my shaman is a spirit doctor, so yes, but I have not seen a Western corrupt doctor driving a Bentley selling me pharma. I will do a blood test and look at physical measures and stuff though. Yeah, it might be time to go see a real doctor. This sounds scary. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I'm not actually very scared because it's been my experience for so long. I'm pretty used to it. Like it always kind of sounds like melodramatic or embellishing, but my body's been shifting, clicking, cracking, popping for uh, like two years at least, every day, all the time. So weird stuff happening in my body is kind of normal now. 
either way, you know, can't hurt to cross the T's and dot the I's. Right. Yeah, I think I will get a blood test. And there probably are some physical basic things to do that would help. But I think the the core of what is happening is just a a process happening and it's fine. You had blood work recently, like a couple months ago? Oh yeah, but that was from uh like not a conventional Western doctor. Like she was talking to me about the pandemic and about how the powers that be have intentionally fucked up all of our soil, which she might be right about and she's doing cool things about. But yeah, her advice was very like holistic and natural based remedies. Why would somebody intentionally fuck up all the soil? Uh, your mic is cutting out quite a lot. Like it seems to be very weak if you're not speaking right into it. Yeah, it's not really like bouncing on the Zencaster line. Maybe. Oh, okay, Whoa. here we go. Now you're coming in real strong. Yeah, so I turned the gain up a little bit. Um, it still doesn't really show as strong in Zencaster, which is weird. Does it show on your end? It, it it's showing much more line. than before. No, it's showing much more than before. It's still less than mine, but it's like half of mine now. Oh, okay. Yeah, mine doesn't show anything at all, but maybe that's just like a UI glitch. Okay, could be, yeah. You, you're looking good on mine. It's sounding better. Um, hang on, can you keep... Okay, yeah, yeah, I think we're good. Okay. Fuck, I feel like I have a UTI. It sucks. This is so random. This is... The UTI thing has happened to me for many years, on and off. Like, so occasionally that I never thought, like, I have a serious issue to look into, but... When it happens, it fucking blows. Um, do you think like the water quality there is not good or something? I don't think it's that. Um, you have like a filter system? Yeah. No, I get Splendor, which is straight from this the top of this volcano. Very clear water. It's in plastic, which isn't ideal. But other than that, it's good water. Cool. I Yeah. I think it's just... I think there are certain things that were twisted and fucked up in my body, like from birth that are now healing. So a lot of stuff that was like numb or asleep before is coming back to life. And when it first comes back to life, what I feel there is just pain. And then it's aligning. And maybe if there was shit to clear out, it's clearing out. Well, hopefully it stops soon and you feel a lot better. <sighs> yeah, I'm feeling better energy wise. Like, Previously, when I was nuking my energy by smoking all the time, I was like out of commission. But then the last couple of days, I was smoking a lot, but still had energy. So you are now smoking a new lab-grown THC compound. What is it? It is a genetically yeah. engineered hemp. First, I was smoking a vape pen with some HHC which I okay. guess hits slightly different receptors and uh, is, has similar effects to THC, but a little different. And then this one is THC, but it's like all these different THC derivatives and stuff. I think vape pens in general, regardless of the purity of the product, are, are kind of sketchy. It's not an ideal thing to be doing regularly, but that's what I've been doing. And you... Smoked on July 4th, and that's it. You are really out of the woods. You can just take it and leave it. 
I did, yeah. I smoked on July 4th, um, you know, for America's birthday. And I haven't really ever since. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it's not really doing it for me these days. I feel That's like good. even when I do, um, I wake up congested usually if I smoke like the night before. And I don't like that. It's kind of annoying. Mm, yeah. Um, so, you know, keeping the breathing channels open. Excellent. I, I feel similarly that it doesn't do what it did for me in the past. And I think it's just like a lingering attachment now. It's like how we can like things that we don't even like, you know? Yeah, true. Uh, what else is going on with you? <sighs> Let me just go try and pee for a second. This sucks. I'll be right back. Yeah, what else is going on for me? Yeah. I'm starting to wonder if people ever change because here I am with the same exact issues. Big thing that is new with me is the not Waira, Ela, we were calling her. We are back. Welcome back. Um, how back? All the way back? Yeah, all the way back. Um there was a stint where I was talking about working with her because she was like, she was saying she still believes in everything I want to do and wants to help. But we were both deluding ourselves thinking we could do that without a relationship given we started with the relationship. So anyway, when I went to the jungle, she was doing some things around the house, some projects on the land, setting up the space for a garden, overseeing some projects on the houses. And she really did great. Like I came back and was super happy with how everything looked and was like, wow, she can really make a home and we could really do a lot together, maybe more together than I could do alone. And I love her, of course. So I was kind of in a place of thinking about it, thinking about if I would be open to, to getting back. And I was there for a couple of weeks, but realized I couldn't really get any answers there, like with one foot in, one foot out. And it's also not good for her. So I decided to go back in, fully in, one more time, and we'll see what happens. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Um, what's the living situation like now? She's living in the office house. I'm still living in the same house I've been living in. Oh, okay. So, so she still sleeps she separately. Move back in with you? She only moved out because like she moved out when we were still together and she was living in Loha for a while, finishing her thesis. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, she moved back in doing the projects and stuff. And yeah, so now we're on the same property, not the same house and seeing how that goes. It's, it feels very high risk, high reward. Cause I feel like we could really do a lot together. Like all these ideas I've had, she is supporting and we're moving forward on it. Like the water bottling company, she's contacted the right people and we can do tests to get the water approved to be able to bottle water from the river on my land. Uh, the docu-series, she knows people and uh, projects on the land and also lifestyle stuff. Like the big thing for me now is just to get in consistent rhythms and live my days the way I want to, waking up at consistent times, practicing, creating, et cetera. 
And so she designed all these like daily and weekly and long-term lists and visualization sheets that look very nice. And, and yeah, I feel like together the path forward is we're going to start doing these things, being in the rhythms I want to be in creating stuff and that'll all be really great. Um, I have worries still about the, uh, the peace between us and what will happen in the future, which is why I feel like it's high risk, high reward. I feel like I really see everything I want to happen happening with her, but I could also see stuff I don't want to happen happening. And since we've gotten together, actually, the last couple of days, there have been yesterday and today, like a couple hours each day of like a, a spat or a fight where I'm dealing with her ego and not feeling great, having my energy drained, which sucks. So we got to gotta figure out what's going on soon. So, but overall you think it's better than before? It's definitely better than before. Yeah. Like she did hear all the issues I had before the main ones being not being heard. I guess mainly that, like mainly, I, I feel like the core issue was like, how do I put it? She has accomplished a lot. She developed like a big ego that individuated and went, did a lot of things. And she spent a lot of our time together telling me about the stuff she's done and sort of sharing herself and wanting me to appreciate her light to the detriment of receptivity. So I feel like the core issue was like, she wasn't bringing enough receptivity uh, to make me feel heard and to have a good balance in listening and talking. And I feel like that has all gotten better. It is still there, but it's a lot less extreme than before. So, so yeah, there's definitely hope. Um, I just, yeah, I don't want to have the life sucked out of me. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know what to say there, but hopefully, you know, it just keeps getting better on that angle. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it getting better and better. Sounds like you're working on it. You're conscious of the problems, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's created a lot of growth in both of us. We've both seen how we can act in ways we don't want to act and recognize our shadows and then done some work on that. So that's good. <sighs> I am a little afraid of becoming a cuck though. <laughs> Why is that? I have this deep-seated fear that the natural trajectory in any heterosexual monogamous relationship is that basically because the guy is seeding his biological imperative to spread the seed everywhere and going with the female imperative of starting a family. And so I think I have this deep fear that like that is sort of just like a natural current and to not go to that place would be to swim upstream. I'm talking very long term, like maybe it takes 10 years sometimes. Um, but yeah, I don't know where that comes from. Maybe from my dad being in that situation when I was four and then that being like my biggest fear and model for what happens in marriage or relationships. Yeah. I don't um, agree with that at all. Like I don't think it's the female imperative to start a family. 
I would like to follow up on that. Yeah, let's let's follow up on that, really. Yeah, a lot of guys want to start families. What do you mean by that? Well, a lot of guys do, but I think women are the ones who are biologically driven to want to do that. Like men want to put their seed in the woman and then TBD, but women, you know, are biologically geared to want to start a family and raise kids. Um, and I think also to love men in a way that makes them inclined to help them do that, even though it's not like an imperative that's emanating from their own biology per se. No, I disagree. Like monogamy is, is more driven by men than it is by women, um, to ensure that the kids that they're having are their kids because there's no other way to, I mean, there is now obviously with, you know, genetic testing, but in the past to verify that that is your child, unless you are, you know, locking down your spouse. Yeah. I mean, I, I think both could be true on a level. Like, I don't know. It's hard to find common ground from which to start this because you don't agree with like the sex at dawn stuff. Like you don't think in the past we were living tribally and polyamorous, right? No, that's, I mean, it's not that I don't believe it. It's just not true. Uh, okay. There yeah, is well, maybe I- one tribe somewhere, but no humans in general did not live polyamorously have not lived ever. So it's possible. I mean, they, that's obviously not true. Now a lot of people do, it, but like, it's possible that men did create monogamy, but not necessarily in alignment with their, their own imperatives. Uh, I don't know. Hard to say. I mean, but there's I, two things. Number one, it's mm-hmm. like, you can't verify the paternity of the child. Um, so that's the main driving force behind monogamy. Number two, without it, most guys end up getting zero women. So it actually ends up being right. net beneficial for most guys to get a woman if every guy has to only have one woman. Right. I saw a theory that uh, it's like an adaptation to basically like incels, the risk of incels, that like maybe humans evolved monogamy to protect against the risk of all the sexless men, you know, starting violence and wreaking havoc, basically just like to ensure that most men have something so that they stay nice to society. Yeah. I mean, the th- it's like a natural order in like a tribal state. I forget where I heard it from, but it was something like anytime it gets to be where <laughs> one person is like disproportionately polyamorous to the rest of the males, the rest of the males just gang up and kill them. Mm. <laughs> so like there's never I mean yeah like Genghis Khan but you know that typically there's some sort of semblance of organization in these tribes that ensures that everybody like gets something yeah that makes sense which I guess you could like you know, in some sort of weird hippie polyamory where everyone's just in a big pile together. You could just say everyone's having sex with everyone, but typically women are choosier, you know, for who they're yeah. letting into them. Yeah. Yeah. And I do buy that typically like a woman is going to be drawn to one man 
Like she's going to be drawn to the highest value men she can find. And that attraction is going to outweigh. Well, I think women typically are like more interested in going for the highest value guy as opposed to a mad orgy with all the guys because they want the best genes. Right. Yeah. I mean, value could mean a lot of different things, but uh, let's just say best fit for yeah. whatever situation I mean, they're in. But things always change over time. And I'm very skeptical that we are evolved to pair bond for life. You know, we're obviously evolved to pair, li- pair bond for a time. But uh, yeah, I think if people are honoring like they're what they really want, then it's not going to be just one person for decades and decades. Yeah, I mean, that could be true. I don't know. I feel like at some point it uses it loses its utility, like old men. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, they could want young women, but they're not going to be able to do anything with them. So it unless stops being. Unless they're taking ashwagandha and maca powder all the time. Yeah. Just feral motherfuckers. Yeah, taking that maca root. Got some maca root Ma- recently. Maca is really fucking good. Um, but yeah, I think like monogamy has served society really well. It's a good structure to, to build in a sustainable way and to scale, to produce a lot, but arguably humans are reaching the end of the phase of our evolution where it's important to produce a lot. And so I think now it could change because the structure doesn't necessarily serve the society so well anymore. And people are becoming more conscious. And I think becoming more conscious means living in the moment. Every moment is different. And what monogamy fundamentally is, is exactly the opposite of being in the moment. It's making an agreement about so many moments other than now for decades out into the future. And it's great what that structure and order can achieve in terms of building up structure and order in society at large and producing a lot. But if structure and order in society at large is breaking down, I think structure and order of the nuclear family could break down too, and people could revert to, well, it could swing, and maybe it'll go to extremes in some places like here where people are in the polyamorous orgies just always in the moment, or maybe there's a middle ground. But I definitely think monogamy as the universal norm is is changing. I think it, it's not going to be the universal norm in the future. I feel like um, if society were to break down, then any type of reorganization that begins, begins again with like a nuclear family. It always begins with a man and a woman. No, it's going to begin with communities. I I disagree with the premise. It's going to begin with communities. You think it's going to be nuclear families, like a man and a woman striking out on their own and homesteading and raising animals and doing all of the work that is required for starting life, just them? I mean, it could be a community of like four men and four women, but uh, men typically don't share. You know, it's probably not going to be five men and two women. That's like pretty biologically ingrained in us as a species. Yeah. I think like a... Two or three guys and seven to nine women situation could work. Yeah, I mean that's just like a out of control male fantasy. <laughs> um, and I guess that's what they do in a lot of the Middle East. But I think that tends to be for them because so many, I mean historically, right? So many men were probably just killed in battle. There was always right, a deficit. Right. Yeah, 
Um, so they had to organize their society in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if that's optimal. I mean, the Native Americans kind of did the same thing, but I think it was probably the same cause. They're pretty similar structurally, mm-hmm. like Plains Natives and people in the Middle East. We'll see. I, I can't really speculate too much on what's evolutionarily correct. These are just the trends I'm seeing. Like, but, I think that, um, like, more nomadic peoples practice polygamy, but that's still not polyamory. That's just one man and two wives. Well, I mean, polyamory, oh, polygamy, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could be simple enough. Although, I think you want to have at least three wives so that the bottom wives can bond. Because if you have a top <laughs> wife and a bottom wife, that's you know she's not going to be happy. Polyamory can be anything, and I, I the way that I see it, like realistically manifesting, is with people who like develop a really deep love for each other and are like starting a family or something. But then they end up wanting other people more, but they still love each other a lot and they still want to be in each other's lives for the family. I mean, who knows? Maybe I would like it. Like I'm afraid of it but maybe it would be great. Like we're together, have a couple kids five years down the line. We're both have freedom to do what we want with other people. Maybe that'd be fine. Hey man, if you want to try it, I think you should try it. You know, that's what life is for. Trying stuff, seeing if it works. You know, I probably would not myself, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Um, it sounds pretty terrible. And if, if there were a situation, I think like the situation that would really buy it is if I had the sexual freedom and could do things with other women, but there was nothing really as deep or meaningful. And I still was like the most drawn to her, but then she becomes the most drawn to someone else. That would suck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm, I'm genuinely spooked because I've had no joke about 15 dreams along these lines. Like, 15 or so dreams of other dudes banging Ela. Like, Weird. Yeah, including last night. And like some of them terrible. Like in the jungle, I had one where a guy was doing it, like banging her on top of me. And I was like, I was like, what are you doing? And then I woke up in this like weird jungle demon. Like there was like the after image of like a creepy smiley face. And there was this voice going like, ha 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 ha. So like, I don't know, like maybe like some spirits were fucking with my dreams, making me have these dreams, but I can't help but think if this is showing up over and over and over again, it's a, some kind of warning. That's so weird. I mean, it's definitely something you're thinking about. Right. I mean, and that's, that's what's very hard to untangle. Like it's been a part of my psyche, this fear for a long time. So it could just be my dreams reflecting my fears, but I've never had this many dreams about this happening it's fucking annoying maybe you're trying to fulfill your fantasies by getting cucked maybe <laughs> you have a cuck fantasy yeah maybe i just want to go full stephen hawking is stephen hawking a famous cuck uh i don't well he is famous and he was cucked and once on consciousness porn you speculated that maybe <laughs> You speculated that maybe his physical condition was just because he was super into getting cucked. Well, I don't remember any of this, but that's pretty funny. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe I am. I don't know. Like I do find it exciting, but I don't think, I I don't think it's something I want to live through, you know? No. Like I think if it actually happened, I would find it horrible. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Maybe it's my, my, my true connection to source guiding me into the new age of polyamory. Yeah. Have you joined an ecstatic dance group yet? (laughs) <laughs> there's only one ecstatic dance and no but they're still they going strong have you thought about reading the truth with neil strauss about what reading the truth no because i feel like i already got all the good stuff from you yeah but you could you know go into his psyche at different times mm. could be a good experimenting read. with whatever getting cocked and whatnot Oh, he got cucked? I thought he was just the, the bull, like the, the alpha of the poly group. I mean, he tries all different types of arrangements. Like he tries multiple guys, multiple women. He doesn't bang multiple guys, but like he has relationships with women that have relationships with other guys, and it's pretty weird for him. Yeah. I, I think what I like am definitely not down for is like some polyamorous relationship where she's more into another guy than me, but I'm the most into her. Like I said before, mm. I think like the only the only realistic scenario is like with families. You start a family with someone and then there's like a lot of love there, but the love changes and it's no longer like romantic. So then you both have side pieces? Is that what you're Yeah. I mean that's that's the idea. Like you start a family and then you move through the phase of like being most drawn to each other romantically and then you have other relationships, but you still like share a home, co parent, etc. What if the person that they start another relationship wants to also start a family? Yeah, it's interesting. Then I guess there could be multiple families. If women having kids with multiple guys were normalized, then it would happen a lot more, probably. Probably, um, but the sharing of resources would probably be really sticky. Could be. But you're like, all right, let's say you're doing your cohabitating polyamory thing and, you know, she gets pregnant with another guy, but it's ambiguous. What do you do? It's ambiguous whether it's his kid or your kid? Yeah. Interesting. What do you do? Yeah, I don't know. I guess you're... In this kind of a situation, also, like, probably the fathers would have a little less parenting responsibility because like if you have kids with a woman you're not living with then you're gonna just see them a bit not all the time so the women would have actually a lot more like maternal duties and i guess if you were living with a woman you would just help her and any kids she has from you or others to a degree right and you'd still assuming you'd have to be the primary you know, resource gatherer because she's so busy with all these children. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I so, don't know, you, know, man. you have to gather resources for other people's kids. Which right. Might not be a big deal, but it might be a big deal. It depends on who you are. I mean, it wouldn't be a big deal to me. Like my life at this point is pretty much oriented around helping people and putting resources out for everybody. So if I were in a community and there were a bunch of kids, I would be all for helping them all out. 
um, yeah, I just don't want to be primarily drawn to someone who is primarily drawn to someone else. Yeah, you should start a hippie commune. I mean, yeah, that's that's where it seems like <laughs> things are going. I'm gonna have to do it a lot better than hippies have in the past. Like, tr yeah, dude, it, it's never worked before, but this is gonna be the time. I can feel it. I got a good feeling about this one. <laughs> I think it's possible. I think people can live in a community together effectively, sustainably, and I think actually that's pretty much the only way forward. So we're going to do it. Do it. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. My mind gets stuck on these things and these fears, but I feel like there isn't actually anything to be too afraid of. I guess yeah, attachment I is something to be afraid of. I don't want to get like attached to one woman or one anything to the degree that they have so much power over my happiness. I mean, that's fair, but then like, I think you're missing out on some stuff on some deep, deep bonding, right? Right. Well, I mean, in theory, you can do all the deep bonding without getting attached, but it's a very high bar. You have to be like crazy conscious to not be super attached to your wife or the mother of your kids. You're also attached to like um, the potential future that you could have together, right? That's right, usually right. why people are so distraught when it falls apart. It's because like yeah. the idea in their head of where they're headed is suddenly evaporated and they got to start all over. Right. No, I, I think I just like, I got to focus inside. Like the answer doesn't lie in figuring out what's right with the external circumstances. It just lies in being in my own vibe and maintaining my vibe in the face of whatever external shit happens. And then the external shit will, will sort itself out. Like if I'm just have a peace, a chill vibe that no one can touch and she starts behaving in childish ways or getting mad or whatever, and it doesn't phase me, then it'll just quickly become clear I have to move on or we'll be chill, illuminated people together. It depends, right? It depends on if her reactions are merited. You know, if you're just being a dick, but you're a chill dick, that's not a, like a good thing to be. Oh, for sure. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking yeah. about being chill. Yeah. I got you. Right. I'm just saying, for example, if she starts having petty reactions or causing issues, you know, that are on her, but mm -hmm. yeah, that that's making the assumption that I'm not, you know, instigating those issues and creating valid reasons for her to be upset. Right. Fuck life's too tricky. I am going to have to bail in four minutes. Unfortunately, you're going to have to bail. Yeah. In four minutes. At oh, 45. shit. Damn, that's that super okay. sudden. I mean, of course. I have to cut this a little bit short. Yeah. Duty calls. What are you up to? Uh, Going to get some watermelon. Going to go to the lake and eat some watermelon there. <laughs> it's not sounds like a nice time. It's not the most pressing thing. You but urgently like, yeah. have to go eat watermelon at the lake in four minutes. Well, I'm going to go at three, um, but just to like wrap up and go i need 10 minutes yeah um are you meeting which obviously someone? isn't like the best reason but no yeah did we give her a name i don't remember i don't think so um but yeah 
real quick. What yeah. else you got in your mind? Yeah, sorry to just, I wasn't looking at the time earlier. Oh yeah, no, it's no worries. I mean, I guess we don't have a lot more. Like personal life, still struggling with the same shit. Covered that. The world, still crazy. Uh, Full of aliens, apparently. Oh uh, yeah. We'll, we'll uh, see. There's a next week congressional hearing on aliens and we'll see what comes out of it. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah, Marco Rubio's on the case. He's going to expose all the aliens to the earth. And then, Marco. Uh, that's probably good we have him doing it because he's not intimidating. He's not too big. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and then Trump is going to get arrested, so that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Biden's that- going to run un- unopposed. He's for sure going to get arrested? Uh, it seems like he's going to get arrested. I mean, he definitely did illegal things. Let's, I know I joked about it being a conspiracy to get rid of your front runner. It's pretty pathetic that he is the front runner, uh, considering he's a, he's a criminal. Yeah, I do think it's probably politically motivated, the indictments and stuff. <laughs> but uh, it, it might be like politically motivated in that these are things that they would normally overlook, but they are still illegal things that he's doing. You know what I mean? Like he's definitely guilty from his own volition, from his own doings. Yeah, he's. Damn, that's a huge hit. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I think it's all true. He's no Boy Scout. It's also probably politically motivated because every president's done illegal stuff and probably wouldn't be yeah. indicted for this stuff. He's probably getting a shorter <coughs> leash. But, <coughs> Jesus. Um, it's like Al Capone, you know? I was going to say they couldn't get him on like his mob murders, so they just got him on his taxes. Like They can't get Trump oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, trying to overthrow <laughs> the government. They can't prove for whatever super reason. shady stuff. So they're just getting them on paying off a hooker with campaign funds. <coughs> <coughs> and that's what this indictment is still about? Uh, I think there's a new one about, I don't even, it's hard to keep track. This one yeah. might be about misplaced documents. Yeah. Um, JFK Jr., yeah, I don't know. Robert if he, F. Kennedy Jr., That's right? it. Yeah. R.F.K. Jr., yeah. <laughs> that was my mistake. Um, honestly, he's not, like, I think a lot of the American people are shallow, <laughs> and, like, his voice turns him off. Yeah, he's definitely, his biggest challenge will be reaching the, the shallow people. Because, like, if you go in depth, he's probably easily the best candidate. But there are a lot of surface reasons people wouldn't like him. He's also an anti-vaxxer. A lot of the stuff that he's for, um, the Bitcoin thing that you mentioned is really fucking dumb. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know why he wants to do that. What do you do? Do you quintuple the value of Bitcoin and then buy them all? Or do you take 80% of the US dollars out of the supply because you can't back it at the current valuations? Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe he just wants to (laughs) appeal you know, to to outsiders he wants to be the outsider candidate he's just talking shit doesn't understand (coughs) 
just talking but shit. It doesn't even sound like they're going to let him debate. So it's like wrapped up. Biden's going to get the nomination without any contestion. All right. It'll be interesting to see, as always, as we continue talking shit. I really thought yeah. we'd have more crazy world stuff to talk about by now, but I guess we'll see. We could talk about the alien hearing happening in five days. We'll see if anything comes out of it. I doubt it. It's kind of the same guys that have already come forward in the past, uh, but it could be fun to speculate on. <coughs> Aliens are super fun. Yeah, I would love for something to come of that. It could just be the government intentionally getting it out there to cover up the other stuff, like their corruption. Yeah, I have no idea. It could also just be like they want to, you know, there's a slush fund somewhere that's being used under the guise of alien research, and it's really just they're buying hookers or whatever. <laughs> but either way, it's worth digging into. It's worth keeping these people accountable for whatever these black sites are. Black sites? Yeah, if they have, like, top secret things that only a few people in the government have clearance for. Oh. Uh, and whether they are researching <coughs> aliens or whether it's just, like, a casino that they party at. Like, it's worth looking up. Yeah, I'm curious. I could see almost anything from nothing's going on, just a bunch of incompetent government workers, which seems to be your theory, all the way up to all kinds of breakaway governments and technology we don't know about and crazy stuff. Yeah, that'd be really crazy. And then maybe we'd get like a dissemination into the public and then maybe more utility out of that technology because we haven't gotten any yet if it does exist. Well, it's been real as always, and uh, hope I have better news for you next time. Yeah, man, we'll follow up probably next week. Is that it? I think so. Okay. All it's right. Over. Have a good one. Peace. Ciao, ciao.